a list. Check it twice. That's how I usually plan my trips. I have dates, time, locations, budget, people, and the list of necessaries. Will it be a trip in sun? Will it be a day trip? Will it be a road trip? Will it be a short trip or a long one? Will there be stops on the way? Are there current connections? Who are the people I'm traveling with? Am I traveling alone? Those are simple questions I ask myself while planning a trip. As a child, I used to enjoy going on school trips, but I have a very fragile stomach. So my trips included a pillow, change of clothes, a few pit stops, and definitely anti-nausea medication. So my trips definitely were intricately planned by my parents. And if one of them weren't accompanying me on that trip, I had to find an adult on that trip to be beside, stay beside, who was aware of my condition. And I definitely always slept part of the way. But growing up like that meant I innately prepared for my journeys before I took them. So there's a routine which gets me from thinking about going on a trip to actually embarking on it. Now the truth is that many times when we make the best of plans, wrenches are thrown in our spokes and we end up taking trips not as planned. There are delays misconnections, weather conditions, incidents on route, and there are all sorts of unplanned occurrences. You name it, it can happen. And so our plans end up flying out the window. No matter what our plan is, I believe our best contingency is to know how to go with the flow if the plans we have made don't work out. And a lot of people who can function without plans, I literally admire them. But that's not me. And honestly, it may not even matter. You function or you function. There are two stories in the Bible that I think about when I consider trips. The first is the trip that God sent Abram on. Abram's trip of his life. Abram was literally told, leave your family, leave your people, leave your land and go to a place I will show you know if that is not an unplanned trip I don't know what is the story goes that Abraham goes on this trip and the only people he takes with him are his wife his nephew and some servants and this was not a two-day trip 
it was not just hopping from the border of one country to the next side, it was not just crossing a river. Abram was taking a journey resting on the promises that God made to him. And the promise was simple this. Abram, leave your people and go to a place I will send you. I'm going to make you the father of many nations. You're going to have people that are going to be countless, like the stars in the sky, the sands on the seashore. And this was all Abraham was going on. As an aging man, with an aging wife, without any children at the time. And as time progressed, no children to boot. But Abraham was going by faith. And going by faith can be a very daunting experience because you never know. And when you have to walk by faith and not by sight, it can be daunting. But Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Those words are words to live by. Because many times the best plan we can have is to just trust that in the end it will work out for our good. The second journey I think about when I think of truth in the Bible is the one of Ruth and Naomi. Now Ruth was Naomi's daughter-in-law and they were both widows and Naomi had come to the decision to return to her homeland without husband, son, grandchildren. And Ruth decided she was going home with her mother-in-law. Ruth and Naomi became relatives, family, mother and daughter, and nothing was going to change that, not even the death of the person who bonded them together. And that's a big deal, especially for a young woman from a different background, knowing that she was now blindly going with her mother without any promise. And taking a trip that she didn't know where she was going. And part way on the trip, Naomi says to Ruth, turn back, go back to your people because I have nothing to offer you, no future to give you. I'm ret returning to my land worse than when I left. I have no sons left for you to marry. But I find Ruth's response to her mother-in-law one of the most beautiful displays of faith, love, and loyalty in the Bible. She simply says, wherever you go, I'll go. Where you trod, I'll trod. Where you lay, I'll lay. 
freely God lives. Your people will be my people and your God my God. To be able to be that resolute in your intentions to another person is a beautiful thing. We don't know what tomorrow brings. We can work, we can plan, we can intentionally embark on each day, on each leg of our trip, on each journey, on each ride, with hope, dream, and intention. But there's a saying that elderly people in my life are always using. When we're planning, God is wiping out. And it simply means that with our plans made to whatever level of detail, we still cannot guarantee that anything will happen the way we plan it. Make plans. Trust God. And believe knowing that whether our lives go close to our plans or as far as possible from it, we live well, we live grateful, and we never quit on ourselves. Take care.